Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host Morgan and if you're new to the show we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. Today we have a very special guest who got to work in Animal Kingdom over at the Kilimanjaro Safari and since I thought it was Earth Day it was very appropriate to air this episode in honor of Earth Day happening later this week. Amber comes on and shares funny, amazing, and uncomfortable stories from the Kilimanjaro Safari when she worked there years ago. Also in this episode, I spill who my dream guest I would love to have on this podcast is. So stay tuned for that. We have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. Last but not least, we're always looking for more listener stories to air on our show. So please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button to submit your most magical moment. I can't wait to read all your magical moments, but now on with the show. recording yay we have amber back again back at it again (laughs) i don't know why i want to say that we have amber back and we're so excited to share some of her cast member experiences and today we are talking about kilimanjaro safaris so uh jumbo Karabuni. Karabuni means welcome. Come on in, sit on down, and we're going to start this podcast. Yes! I am so <laughs> excited for this. For those of you who don't know, Kilimanjaro Safari is at Disney World in Animal Kingdom. It's kind of towards the back of the park, the Africa section. So it's an amazing safari. How about you describe it since you actually worked yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you hop on in, you have a tour guide, and uh, you kind of drive through one of the most interesting zoos, I think, that there are like yeah you, you know, on the planet you take um, like a real life safari there's no ride track essentially mm-hmm. there's a- actual drivers driving it yes they're actually driving through it and the animals are there the enclosures that they're in are done in a way that it's so clever that you can't tell that they're actually in an enclosure um yeah yeah so like you'll have places where like you'll be driving like right next to lions but they have the lions um upraised in a specific area and they can't hop over and then mm-hmm. there's like a little like you know just ditch kind of thing so they can't hop over but then they're they don't look enclosed and it's not a feeling of like being like in a zoo it's kind of like and just being in the wild it's really neat (laughs) it was was a really really fun adventure Mm -hmm. Um, and so previous episode that amber was on she uh told us the story of how she met her husband during the disney college program so Mm -hmm. this time was after the disney college program do you transfer to a new location is that what happened Yes, so I transferred actually to Great Movie Ride first, Mm -hmm. and then after Great Movie Ride, I transferred into Kilimanjaro, um, and uh, so I was like part-time with uh, the Great Movie, and then I started doing full-time Kilimanjaro. Yeah, so it was was a great experience, Um, and so just like being outside in the wild, uh, feeling like you were in the wild with these animals, and... um, you know, it was really interesting. You'd even get some shows where it was like there would be like no people in your car and you would just drive around. And oh. like that was some of like the most magical just like as a cast member to be able to just like 
exist among these animals and yeah. just kind of like be able to kind of turn off for a moment and just kind of appreciate just you know like enjoy wow, I get them. to do this yeah did you have any like animals that <laughs> yeah so I, I i think i know what you mean animals that kind of got in the way or like were uh, just kind of doing something interesting that yeah do you yeah. want to share with us some of those <laughs> yeah absolutely so my very first time going around without a t- without my trainer in the seat passenger seat next to me um, and I have like a live group of people. I am really excited because I see this rhino has climbed up on top of this hill and I'm about to turn around the hill. So they're about to get this amazing view of this gorgeous rhino. Like you some, you can't see this kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing. And so I'm really like hyping it up. I'm talking about all of the, you know, interesting facts that I had learned, you know, how he's endangered, how majestic he is. And then he, I swear, he sees the car, he turns around and he just relieves himself <gasps> like just in front and then like everything that I had been talking about it was just Uh-oh. like nobody listened to anything that I said <laughs> for like the next five minutes I swear because, oh my god so they they definitely got a once in a lifetime um, opportunity opportunity to- just him up on that hill just ready to just I hate to ask but number one or number two girl <laughs> it was like a faucet <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know a better way to explain it to you. It was like somebody turned on the bathtub and I had never, like I had not experienced this before either. This is like my first day on the job. Oh I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I had been nature, warned. everybody, nature. <laughs> I had been warned about other animals, specifically the hippopotamus. Like if they're doing this specific thing with their tail to gun it because nobody needs to know anything about this. <laughs> I'm very curious. Wait. Yeah, I think, I think, oh gosh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but if like the tail starts like wiggling like towards you or something, uh-huh. like you just kind of just want to get out of the way. Just like, nope. Oh, no. Go. <laughs> yeah. But um, so, yeah, that's how I'm starting off this podcast. <laughs> We're talking about rhinos. So, before we get into our story, we're going to ask Amber a couple of questions to get to know her. So, if you listen to the first episode she was on, we asked her a couple of questions of why she loves Disney. So, be sure to go listen back to that. But we're going to ask a couple more. So, the first question is if you had to be roommates with a villain, a Disney villain, who would you be roommates with? Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Um, like, what problems can you put up with the most? Oh, my God. <laughs> live with? <laughs> so from the top of my head my first thought was like oh Cruella's got some great clothes maybe I could like um but then I was like mm, I've got dogs uh so <laughs> Cruella dogs with really pretty curly hair she's gonna love her oh no no um <laughs> so uh, you know I think Hades would be a really lively person as the, you know the guard like you know the god of the underworld yes. he, you know he's got kind of like a fun personality even if he's like constantly scheming but don't leave out the dishes multiple times because he'll probably get mad yeah yeah, yeah. It. probably so um. make sure you have um renter's insurance if he burns anything exactly oh gosh <laughs> so maybe he would just like practically be a terrible me <laughs> i feel like all of them in some way is going to be terrible right. but it's like what are you willing to put up with? i'm trying to think of ones that might have like redeeming things or like good like oh yeah like that's kind of like a perk though Yzma. oh she especially if she was a kitty (laughs) i think i want to be roomies with yzma just because i want to be roomies with yzma she'd be really fun okay yeah it's her her. and then if kronk came along too then he could cook for you exactly if it was like a a combo Mm -hmm. i just gotta watch out for like llama Poison of poison, just, llama essence. <laughs> just ask Kronk what to drink, not to drink, or something. Exactly, you'll <laughs> probably spoil it. That's right. actually would be really fun. Yzma, I like final answer. Yzma, and then with addition of Kronk, I love mm-hmm. that. 
Okay. I, I asked her this, Amber, this next question a little bit ahead of time to give her prep, but if you could go on any retired Disney ride, whether you've already experienced it or not before it went away, what ride would it be? Oh gosh. So I think that it would have to be Captain Nemo, like the original one in, um, or is, is that Captain EO or Captain Nemo? Captain Nemo. Nemo. Is that like Thousand Leagues Under the Sea at yes. Disneyland? Oh, okay. Yeah, but the, it has like kind of like the uh, Finding Nemo kind of overlay over that way. Yeah. And that would be for my husband who like has always wanted to do like the original one. Oh. But you know, while we were in Disneyland France, they have kind of the 2000 Leagues Under the Sea over there. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I recommend going on that. It's kind of like a walkthrough interactive kind of a thing but it's you it's just like um it's i was talking earlier about how proud i was to be like an american and like the yeah the steampunk kind of, of like Tomorrowland yeah, yeah exactly so it's kind of like in that area and it's uh, in that same kind of uh design concept and so it's just like a really interesting immersive experience so I just that's so cool yeah, so I'd like Paris to has a lot of um walkthrough attractions and stuff not necessarily rides essentially but more walkthrough right a lot more like immersive kind of things and I think that that's what I really loved about exploring Disneyland Paris was it was kind of you know everywhere that you go you feel like you're mm-hmm. on something or in an adventure and and then if you go on the original 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, you can possibly see the mermaids, the mm-hmm. live mermaids, which exactly. I think that would and be so cool. And as a mermaid myself, I need to, you know. <laughs> I need to see my people. <laughs> I need to see my people. Exactly. I so. love it. That's a great answer. Okay. If you could take your favorite elements from a Dis- each Disney princess, which dress, crown, sidekick, and castle would you have? Okay. So I put some thought into this. <laughs> So I want Tiana's dress because it is the most gorgeous Disney princess dress out there. And it's strapless for that's good for if it's hot out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I will fight somebody over this. Um, (laughs) I think Rapunzel's tiara is gorgeous. I do love her tiara. I love that combination. I want the castle in Arendelle. I feel like they have lots of, you know, sea sports, lots of... uh, mountain adventures there's just still a lot to do a in little bit of everything exciting right? exactly you know it looks like a nice little vi- village to visit and mm-hmm. i just want i just want to go visit arendelle let's be real yes and then this isn't a sidekick for a princess but i think i want lefou as my sidekick oh because everybody needs a hype man and a friend who just like has their back like this that's so genius i never thought of lefou right. as a sidekick because he's just <laughs> always there putting up with you Mm-hmm. BS. I was about to say the actual. <laughs> he's kind of underappreciated. He's a, a great friend, and he, you know, I, I wish that Gaston treated him better. Ooh. I would treat my LeFou better. Follow up question to the LeFou Would you mm-hmm. want animated LeFou or Josh Gad from the live action Beauty and the Beast oh, LeFou? I don't, I don't Ooh. Know. You know, at, at that point, I almost should say uh, Olaf, but I feel like on a day to day, it'd be nice. I, I feel like I feel like eventually Olaf would get too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So maybe animated. Animated. Lefou. But I do love you, Josh Gad. Josh Gad, <laughs> if you want to be on my podcast, I'd really love that. Thank you. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You can come and hate on me for not dream. having you as my. <laughs> We're going to dream big. I'd love to get some celebrities on here if you're listening. <laughs> You've been in a Disney movie, Marvel movies. I'm Hashtag all... Josh Gad. Hashtag also Captain America. I guess <laughs> you are my dream guest. <laughs> We're just going to throw all these out here right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> all the celebrities. All. Okay. A couple more. A couple more. Okay, if you could choose any Disney animal sidekick as a pet, which one would you choose? There's a lot of good ones. Um, honestly, I already feel like I have Disney animal sidekicks. I've got these two golden doodles sleeping on the floor right now, which are, you know, it's great. Um, but, you know, maybe Abu. 
<gasps> Abu, he's kind of, fine. yeah, he's a, a very smart little guy. He's kind of in on all of the the schemes. The schemes. And he, he knows what's going on. He's going to, he's got your back, you know, mm-hmm. and he's cute. <laughs> he is cute. And, and you're all cute. <laughs> I love his personality too. He's very mm-hmm. expressive. Like, right. I love mm-hmm. animals and sidekicks that don't talk and just emote really well. Exactly. And I just love all the creativity or and, of him and his emotions exactly and he's a little bit of a mischief maker too so i feel like Mm -hmm. he keep me on my toes so i like that yeah it'll be so fun Mm -hmm. um favorite nighttime entertainment so like world of color phantasmic wishes uh paint the night electrical parade all those good ones well i have to say illuminations is my all-time favorite but Mm -hmm. it's gone now so (laughs) sad Um, if you want to know the reason why illuminations are favorite go listen to the first episode she was in she explains (laughs) that all it doesn't have to be currently we're I mean, nothing's really running. Right running now. Nothing is running right now. So, um, <laughs> uh, gosh, no, they just do such a great job with everything. I think mm-hmm. my favorite that I've ever been to was um, at Hollywood Studios when they did like the Osborne Family Lights, <gasps> and it snows on you in yes. Orlando. And uh, gosh, it's just it's breathtaking and it's beautiful. I think during my college program was the last Christmas that they had it all up oh, in really? 2013. Oh man, yeah. I'm behind on the time. And they got rid of it and it was so magical and I have videos of it and I I like got off of work early and we went straight there and like I was like half in my costume with like my work black shoes that I have to wear and then I was like in normal clothes mm-hmm. but we just went and saw it and it was just so magical <laughs> and I miss it. I totally forgot about those. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just in my memory. Oh. So since those are both down and we'll see if this one's down um, <laughs> I actually uh loved the um may the fourth stuff and all the star wars weekend things when they would have the shows in front of like the hat Mm -hmm. um and so working on great movie ride and uh if you don't want magic uh spoiled for you i'm you know I, i don't know that i'm spoiling any magic but um they would get ready above us in the oh. in, in the great movie ride. They had some uh, places where uh, some of the performers could uh, get ready. And I never, ever saw any performers out of costume or out of, you know, mm-hmm. even out of character, honestly. They were all so very professional. But you would definitely, like, during Star Wars weekends or whatever, you would, like, have to jump out of the way sometimes for Darth Vader or, what? Um, or uh, you know, some kind of, like, strange, like, obscure. Um, Wait, oh, so I've never been to Star Wars weekends so the characters are on top of the great movie ride or no, they're no, just getting ready they're up? just getting ready there oh, so you'll be okay. running down to go uh take your next car around mm-hmm. and then you'd run into stormtroopers or you'd run into like and they'd like full-on be in costume like i never they never actually spoiled the disney magic for me That's and so wonderful. like they'd see me like stare and like kind of geek out a little bit but um so that was just kind of like an extra little level of like one of those things that you get to see is like, like a fandoms and yeah. stuff and like guys this is way 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 before galaxy's edge opening where we have stormtroopers and other star wars characters walking around on the regular so <laughs> this was epic and this was big for me yeah. i think for star wars weekend I, I haven't been obviously but the characters like the fab five dressing up as star wars characters oh like goofy as darth vader and his like boxers are underneath or like princess leia mini like or donald stormtroopers so i do have another it might be like Ooh. magic ruining again oh god but they were um testing goofy uh, as a uh, darth vader mm-hmm. um on some of the cast members <gasps> coming into work and oh my gosh he was he gosh he like his stature is so tall already yeah. and then add the helmet and like the cape and stuff and if you're not ready for him it's you're like of, hello and I'm, how tall are you for those of listening for reference i lie about being five four i'm <laughs> five three <laughs> um, and so, so goofy's like 
six five and taller if that exactly so he was um he was just doing some practice runs on some of uh employees coming in or going out from work and i'm really glad that i saw him first because i'm the kind of person that if you scare me i'm gonna be like on the floor i am too i'm like yeah. crying in a ball rocking back and forth yeah. i'm like Whoa, what just happened and i love uh i love halloween i love scary things but i like knowing when they're gonna happen like yes yeah i don't want to be just like scared out of the blue like if i go in a haunted house it's fair game i went in there myself but yeah <laughs> But just like I asked for this, <laughs> but I did not ask for you know someone like almost over a foot taller yeah. than you. <laughs> so I think they were testing it out just to see like, oh, how do our cast members react? <laughs> Is this too scary? Yeah. Scary enough? Like Intimidating? I, I love that. That's so fun. Okay, well, and one more good question: What is your favorite underrated Disney movie? Man, uh, The Emperor's New Groove is just the best and it I, I think it deserves like five rides and I want to meet Cusco and <laughs> like I want to see Yzma Kitty uh-huh. <laughs> I want that a meet and greet <laughs> I'm sensing a thing here you like Yzma Kitty <laughs> I just like Yzma Kitty I just love her voice mm-hmm. and her talking oh my gosh <laughs> my voice <laughs> it's like me when I hear the podcast back like oh is that my voice oh no Oh, heavens. They could do, like, a fun roller coaster. They should. Like, going into Yzma's lair mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, oh. Or, like, yeah. I've, I I saw a thread, I think, about a water slide. Like, pull the lava crunk. And then you're just, like, floop down. Oh, that'd floop be amazing. Is the term, right? floop. It's, you know, everybody knows what floop is. <laughs> I think you so. You envision what it could be. Also, um, the squirrel. Oh, my gosh. Squeakity, squeak, squeak. I can't, but yeah, he's, he, he's, he's gold. Over. Yeah. He's gold. He is. Everything he does. <laughs> I love it. So we'll get into her story now. So one of the cool things about working on this ride is that you know that you're working with animals that have all been rescued. So oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, the oh um, the lions that they have there. I think that they're all um, from what I heard that they're they're all retired circus animals. Oh. So it's kind of like there's no better place for them to be than yeah. to be taken care of in this you know state of the art you know amazing facility. Oh my gosh. And um, the elephants too. Um, so yeah, you just ride around and you know this <laughs> and oh uh, so, yeah, it just kind of makes you feel oh, warm you know, and fuzzy inside. Yeah, warm and fuzzy. Like, oh wow, this is like, the, they're retiring into this, like this place where they don't have to worry about anything. They don't have to work for anything. It's, yeah. So it's, it's wonderful. Cause it's they can't cool. go back to their natural habitat because no, they, they've been too, I don't want to say domesticated, but yeah, they wouldn't know what to do. So yeah. yeah. So now they're, they're rescued. They're free being taken care of and I know that they had some uh, research going on while I was down there and one of the coolest things that I had heard about was with the elephants and they had discovered that the elephants are actually communicating with each other in um, sound ranges that are too high and too low for human ears to pick up and they at that point I'm not sure we will have to research to confirm but they thought that the elephants were actually responding to specific pitches individually which the theory was that they have names so the elephants have, they think that the elephants had like named themselves based on um, different pi- pitches, pitches that, um, yeah. So I just thought that that was so neat That's to, amazing. You know, right? to be working with someone where like they're, they're discovering that like, wow, this is like a whole new level of intelligence that I didn't you know yeah. realize. And it's like right next to you and they're communicating <laughs> in their own unique way. Exactly. That is so cool. So I thought that that was just so beautiful. Yeah. Well, we, I, did, I definitely had some interesting rides 
there were two memorable times when I actually had to call the animal keepers out to assist me. Um, oh. <laughs> one time was an Ancoli cattle, uh, which is like the, the really big ant, uh, kind of like horns. And um, mm-hmm. those are really interesting because it, they kind of work as a, um, a cooling system. So mm-hmm. the horns actually have the ability to have like the blood circulate up through the, the structure oh. as they kind of turn down and then it cools down and they like pop back up and then that's just kind of like a natural cooling. Oh, that thing. is so cool. Yeah, one of the Disney facts that I learned over that is one of the coolest ones. Yeah. Um, but so his horn was just kind of like on the track. <laughs> and um, when I say track, there's like a pavement, like a road that you're supposed to drive mm-hmm. on and they don't want you to kind of deviate off of that. Yeah. And I didn't want to deviate off of that because there were cattle kind of like in the other direction too. Mm-hmm. So I had to call somebody up and I think it took like 20 minutes and I'm just like, you know, sitting there like chatting with the people yeah. in the car with me. And so we had a great time. Because you don't want to run over. Oh, the, of course the, not. The, the, yeah. I don't want to get... I don't want to get close at all to the animal. So yeah. I, I wanted to be very cautious of it. So um, they just lured him away with some food, but you know, oh. he was fine. That's how I get most people. You know, depending on what you're luring me with, I would go to. Turkey leg. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not, to, <laughs> not turkey leg. <laughs> and uh, there was another time when I did call animal co- the, um, the animal uh, handlers out there for an ostrich. Um, oh. And the ostrich was kind of uh, coming at me. Like, oh. it was... <laughs> I almost feel like I need to like get up and demonstrate what he was doing. But okay. um, this ostrich had clearly been in a fight with somebody else. He His beak had kind of like this little like lopsided like oh, no. kind of thing like going on. Like kind of crooked jaw. Yeah, kind of oh. crooked jaw. And then his like feathers kind of like expand out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Like come and at me, bro kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. And hold on. Since we have the. <laughs> it was kind of like a. Um, and then just like a. Yes. <laughs> He was like, bro, come at me. Are you fighting with me? I've seen what like, you videos of like the birds like do the neck thing where like one mm-hmm. way and then the other way. Yeah. That's so funny. And so he kind of like came at me and I just completely stopped the car. I'm not trying to intimidate this bird. I'm not yeah. trying to stress him out anymore than he already is. And so I called and um, by the time that they got here, he had like strutted around the car kind of like made eyes at like the people and I was like okay you might want to like scooch into like yeah. no, I don't think that he could have like actually reached in but I didn't want you know just, to, just take, to be careful yeah, kind of everybody thing. move towards the center of the vehicle please thank you <laughs> yeah so like by the time that they got here he was like you know on his merry business doing other ostrich things that's so funny yeah he was, he was He's like circling in the car oh my gosh and how long did that take because I can only imagine like um the the line gets backed <laughs> up a bit where all the other vehicles are yeah so um when there is a wait in Kilimanjaro safaris and it feels like there's like nothing's happening and it's not moving it's possibly because it's not moving and it's possibly because there's an ostrich trying to dance with you I mean, but yeah it just kind of like depends on what the situation is but that if there's a backup sometimes that's why oh my god that's too funny yeah, it is an open enclosure and so they you know that's so crazy oh my gosh yeah and uh there's one time a a stampede um zebras and a couple of like the gazelles and whatnot came around the corner I don't know what happened in front of me I don't know if like a one of the guests made a noise or like something but something spooked them and I like just like had to stop driving and like all these animals like wee and I was like okay wait this stampede oh my gosh you know they're just kind of like I'm moving around but I mean Lion King the gorge (laughs) flashbacks (laughs) exactly I was getting those flashbacks but you know everything is you know safe in there for them so mm-hmm. but I guess it's just like natural like herd instinct if you mm-hmm. know something's they're not used to us so it's you know if something strange happens yeah yeah 
ah, out of the way. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay, what is the cutest thing you ought to see? Because I bet you've seen a lot of babies oh of different gosh. animal babies and uh, all that sort of stuff. The babies. Um, so the giraffe babies. There was this one time. <laughs> In quotations, babies. Because they're like, how, they're how tall are they? Six, six feet tall. That is bonkers. So like. My friend Naomi, if you've been watching the podcast, you might have seen her already. She is six feet. So she is as tall as a baby giraffe. Oh, my <laughs> It's my God. favorite thing. And I love it so <laughs> my much. My friend is tall as a baby giraffe. She is a sweet baby giraffe, yes. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, we had one of those uh, experiences where like somebody, so there was some reason that the track was like backed up in front of us. So you kind of like see if the cars are moving in front of you. If they stop moving, you stop moving. You don't mm-hmm. want to be like feeling like you're like in LA traffic or oh, something. Oh, yeah. So we don't need to go yeah. to California. <laughs> so we just like calm down. Like we'll talk and we have like all these things that we've memorized, like, you know, things that we can talk to about our guests, you know, conservation things and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a different, uh, just like an expansion on all of the animals around you. You can talk yeah. about those things we were talking about giraffes and this baby giraffe is standing there and his mom just comes over and like kiss, like I, for lack like I kisses on, on the forehead like there's oh. no better like you know it was it was just so cute and it was just such a sweet heartwarming moment and like that was another one of those times where I just like stopped talking and just like let people enjoy because it was just like so it's like look at this mm-hmm. adorable like, so sweet. I was like I need to enjoy this moment too this is so cute and so that I've never been more thankful for just like a random stop just you know sometimes yeah. take it slow in the middle of your busy park day and how close were you uh, between we you were and really close actually oh. so um about where Clover's sitting on the couch which I guess uh you can't see Clover <laughs> um, I maybe like three or four yards oh that's pretty yeah. close it was just great a little, little <laughs> just a little kiss on the forehead so cute. So cute. <laughs> what is your favorite animal on the safari? Oh my gosh. I like the springbok. And I think it's because they remind me of my uh, dog over here. But um, they're just, they're these teeny tiny little antelopes. And I believe that they can hop like straight up in the air, like without like help, like for like 13 feet or something. Oh my gosh. I, I actually would need to look that back up. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't worked the safari have, in a couple of years, a right? Yeah. They're not <laughs> fresh. Safari <laughs> people watching this. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, no, they're just like so cute. And like, uh, oh my gosh, they're, they're, they're just precious. They're like small. They're about, I believe they're about her size. So it, oh. they just... They're, they're cute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So cute. Was there any behind the scenes you can share with us? So, yes. Well, my very first day training or after out of training. So I driving by yourself. Driving by myself. Nobody in my car with me. I'm given a dead show. And that's when there's nobody in the car with you. And by myself, kind of, it was like a really, really slow day. And so there's nobody in front of me, nobody behind me. And they're just like, there's nobody in line. Yeah. So it must have been one of those like school days or something. Like school's just back up. Nobody's mm-hmm. at the parks right now. I'm driving and I realize I get, I come to like a fork and there's like different options of directions that I can mm-hmm. go and it's not marked. And I'm like, I've driven this with my person before, like multiple times, mm-hmm. but. I was thinking about the facts that I was going to be saying. I was thinking, because like, this is a point where I'm going to be talking to the people about conservation. Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember which way I'm supposed to turn. <gasps> so I made the wrong guess. And I turned. And I'm off of, I, I, I leave the safari area 
thank goodness there was nobody in my car. Yeah. I never made this mistake again. <laughs> yeah, you learn real quick. I'm so glad that I, it was just me. But yeah, I pulled straight on off and I'm like driving. And the thing is, you can't reverse yourself in these cars. Yeah, because they're they, huge. They're huge. They're like buses, essentially. Yeah, and you're not supposed to. So even when you're parking the cars in the evening by yourself, you actually have somebody and you're supposed to look at the person and do what the person says and not do what your car looks like it's doing in the rearview mirrors. It's oh like, my God. it's very complicated. And so I'm like, I can't even reverse, turn around and get back in. So I'm like, I there's nowhere to turn and I yeah I'm like trying to like figure this out and then I accidentally wind up on a road and I'm panicking and I'm straight up just on like the backstage Disney (laughs) road in my safari car and I'm like oh my gosh and I'm like I don't know what's happening and these things go 10 miles an hour and so I'm holding up traffic and people are passing me and I'm like cool no and yeah sometimes I wake up at like 3 a.m and I remember that I did this (laughs) Flashback, flashback, <laughs> and uh, I pulled into um, this area where they had they were taking care of some of the um, animals, kind of like offset. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked the guy, I was like, "It is my first day. I don't know what I'm doing." So I have pulled off into one of the animal keepers' areas, and I start talking to this guy who's there, and I'm like, "This is my very first day. I have done something really weird and dumb." Please help me out. Yeah. And so he backed me up and put me back on the track and he told me how to get right back on. Oh, good. I hopped right back on the track completely seamlessly back into the show area, hopped off of my show. Um, like the, the next time that I came around, it was time for my break anyway. I was like, thank goodness I need a break. And I don't think that... Did anybody notice? Nobody noticed. <gasps> nobody said anything to me. They weren't like, oh, you were gone a little longer than normal. Yeah, no one noticed. The thing oh, is, I was like, gosh. I think that they are going to like call me on my walkie soon and I'm like and I I don't remember why I didn't call in I think I might not have known how to use the walkie perfectly <laughs> let's be real first was, day first day problems. I was really focused on the animals and like the guest experience and I realized at that moment I was like hmm, there are some other things that I should have been focusing on more um <laughs> and so yeah uh pulled back on seamlessly and the thing is like the um coordinators have like a screen up that shows where all of the cars are on a dot the whole time I'm like they're gonna see me going on an adventure and I'm gonna get fired my first day oh no but luckily I didn't and I was able to just like lock that little tip ahead like oh that's not where you turn um yeah and every and time you probably see that fork in the road you're like nope 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 nope, 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 nope oh nope, my skirt. gosh <laughs> exactly no it's been years and I still like think about that like I'm like oh gosh at, at least there was no guest on there yeah. oh my gosh it is my saving grace <laughs> could you imagine I'd be ruining Disney magic for so many people or maybe just giving everyone a great story I don't know yes oh, oh my gosh that is <laughs> so funny that is so lucky that like, no one slightly was traumatizing but I'm so glad that they didn't notice because then I was able to have so many amazing Disney memories taking people on tours yeah and I gosh that's one of the funnest jobs that I think I've ever had minus that one day when I was just like (laughs) I mean we all make mistakes right and oh gosh what a fun job and you love that so much exactly and so if the antelope keeper is listening to this thank you so much I don't know what I would have done without you. I would have just been, I would have pulled over and just cried for like an, I don't, I don't know. Just like cry till someone helped you. Like, Help me. like a little sad ducky. Oh my gosh. Yes. I had one more question about the safari. Oh, did you ever do the, I don't know, 2012 back in the day if it was happening or not, but the poacher scene where like the bridge shakes, was that going on or was that already that kind of storyline already so the, the bridge point. shakes yes but the oh. poachers are no longer there so the storyline is kind of gone so you kind of like approach the bridge and you're like oh i don't like the looks of this there's something kind of scary going on over here yeah. 
one time I made some kind of joke about like the Billy Goat's gruff or something, and like oh. I was like, I wonder if there's a troll under this bridge, and like nobody. I was like, mm, never did that again. Um, so <laughs> I was like, cool. You're like, okay, save for the Jungle Cruise. Got save it. it. <laughs> yep, yep. I am not Jungle Cruise here. So. Oh, but so yeah, no. Um, it, it, it was it's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we're in my phone. And then yeah. you just keep going. Were you controlling it, or was someone else controlling the bridge? Uh, it's as you get to a certain part. Uh, it starts shaking and uh, I believe what it is it's been a little while but you just like keep driving through but like oh, okay. I think there's like a sensor that you go through and you're supposed to just keep driving and it da, 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 and then you keep yeah oh okay that's so cool yeah. oh my it's gosh because I remember that as a kid and then seeing um the baby elephant uh, mm-hmm. rescued and stuff I forgot that the baby elephant yeah. saved, but <laughs> I remember that being just a highlight of that but that is so fun <laughs> I love it thank you so much for sharing all your of stories <laughs> of Kilimanjaro safari tour guides so fun what is your favorite ride in Animal Kingdom? We'll just do a Animal final Kingdom? question. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Ooh, I have a story for you about Dinosaur, but that might be later. <gasps> oh. um, my favorite story, um, probably uh, the Everest. Everest. Let's go. Oh, I love the detail that they put into just standing in line. Um, Disney lines are like the coolest. <laughs> like they've I done. Know. It's a full research project. They yeah. went over. Like I feel like I. I feel like I get an education every time I'm on a Disney yeah. line. Almost. I, I remember watching the building of the making of that, but mm-hmm. they went to a little shack on, uh, on their way to Everest and bought all the authentic gear and it's throughout the queue and stuff like that. And like that detail, I remember seeing it on the discovery channel it was like a whole like behind the scenes of it all. And I just thought that was so fascinating, mm-hmm. but now I got a fast pass for that ride and yeah, right. I kind of skipped right <laughs> through all of it. Yeah. Um, did you ever go on Everest before it became Disco Yeti? There's a Disco Yeti. Oh, yeah, because the, uh, the Yeti is in B mode now, so he doesn't move. Oh. And so they just do strobe lights, so they call him Disco Yeti. <laughs> Wait. Did he, like, lean forward and paw at you? Do you ever remember that? Yes, this happened. And I'm trying to, uh, I'm wondering if I, like, I didn't even notice his transition from Disco Yeti. Disco Yeti. <laughs> okay, we'll have to. Ooh, we'll have to, yeah. We'll have to YouTube I this. remember it as a kid, like, going and seeing mm-hmm. it paw at you. And I'm like, oh, my. And you, like, dive yeah. between its legs. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we're all going to die. But it's- I remember the, I feel like I remember the paw and the disco. So, so I'm, the answer is yes, yes. <laughs> just go but I, I, I just, I don't think that I ever realized that there was like a, a huge change until just now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we'll have to go ride it yeah. again. <laughs> I guess it's because the thrill is still there. You're like up at, yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeti. <laughs> exactly. That's so fun. Thank you so much, Amber, for sharing all of those amazing memories of you working at Kilimanjaro Safari. We really love having you here. Oh, thank you so much. It was so fun to relive those days. Some of the, gosh, like I said, one of the best jobs I've ever had. I hope you guys enjoyed Amber's episode. It was so great hearing about all of her amazing stories from working at the Kilimanjaro Safari and Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. If you would like to follow Amber, please go down below and all of her links will be in the show notes. Again, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and submit a review. It truly helps this podcast out and grow. I truly appreciate it. But until next time, bye.